Our text, which we'll be considering for uh, this morning, comes to us from uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21 through 27. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. In 1854, the famous poet Alfred Lord Tennyson wrote the now famous poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade. It tells the heroic, dutiful tale of a brigade of British dragoons who were completely on accident ordered to charge a heavily and impossibly fortified Russian position in the Crimean War. Most people, you'd like to think, had they been in that brigade, would have seen that order to charge into certain death and would have said, no thank you, that's for the birds. But not these soldiers. Theirs not to make reply, theirs not to reason why, but theirs to do and die. Into the valley of death rode the 600. Now sometimes... The life of a Christian can seem uncomfortable at best and outright perilous at worst, as hatred and animosity toward God and his will and his word swells, pushed ever onward by human reason and fleshly desires. It's tough being different. It's hard being the odd one out. It's much easier to go along, to get along, It's much more fun to just blend in with the rest of the world. And you make a lot more money when you're just looking out for number one. It's much more difficult and less pleasant to be the one in college who gets laughed at for still being a virgin because you believe that Jesus teaches that sexual activity is something reserved for the marriage relationship. Or being the one who gets heckled and made fun of in the workplace when you kindly ask that coworker not to take the name of the Lord in vain. Or when you maybe become the parent who has to tell their children not to listen to that music or not to watch that movie because it teaches things contrary to what Scripture teaches us. It's not an easy thing to do that God asks us here in verses 21 to 23 of our text For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled did not revile in return, when he suffered he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. The one who died for our sins is all too familiar with the ridicule and the hatred that we face as Christians. Christ told his disciples in John 15, 
If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. And the world did and does hate Christ. It hated him enough to send the innocent Lamb of God to the cross. He was beaten for our sakes. He was condemned for our righteousness. He was put to death so that you and I might have eternal life. And Christ has left us an example. In fact, in our text here, the word for example used literally means a document to be copied. An exemplar, you could say. When you are struggling with how to stand up under the persecution and the ridicule that Christians face in today's day and age, Jesus didn't just write the book about doing that. Jesus is the book, the incarnate word of God. We follow in his steps in the same way that young children follow their, their parents' steps through the snow, walking in those same paths because we know that that is the way we should go, because it is the way Christ walked first. The writer to the Hebrews says in chapter 4, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted, as we are, yet without sin. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. He knows exactly what it's like. He knows exactly what the world says to the word, the rejection and the scorn. He knows how that feels. And he has promised to be with us and strengthen us through that. He has promised to hear and answer our prayers for strength and guidance. And more than that, as we go about our Christian walks as the light of the world and the salt of the earth, witnessing and proclaiming the good news of sinners saved in Christ, he has promised that that word which we spread will not return to him void, but will accomplish the purpose for which he sent it. That living and powerful word of God is active, and God has called us to share in the privilege of sowing the seed of his word, even when and where it might seem dangerous. Sometimes that poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade, might make you think about Christians in ages past. There's not to make reply, there's not to reason why, but there's to do and to die in their seemingly hopeless, seemingly fruitless gospel endeavors. We think of the many martyrs over the centuries that have offered their lives for the sake of the gospel. Those who, with the apostles, counted themselves rejoiced to be counted worthy to share in Christ's sufferings. May the Spirit grant us such a faith as this, that even were we one day to face martyrdom, we have the sure knowledge that it is not ours to do and to die. Rather, it is ours to do and to live. As Psalm 23 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Jesus, our good shepherd, leads us through the valley of the shadow of death 
onto the other side. Because of the redemption we have in Christ, we are assured of our eternal life in him. As the hymnist wrote, Forever with the Lord. Amen. So let it be. Life from the dead is in that word. Tis immortality. Amen. We sing this morning hymn 423, verses 1 through 5, and there will be an announcement following the singing of that hymn. 423, verses 1 and 5. 